Tuesdays for Hope with New Directions right now on The Liz Callaway Show with Nick Summers. Talk 94.5. It is 946 on The Liz Callaway Show. Welcome to the show, Kathy Jenkins. Hey, good morning, Liz. Hey, Nick. Hi. Happy Halloween. Yeah. Happy Halloween. I Wait, heard you earlier. Really Ready? scary Hold looking. on. Ready? Boo. Boo. Did it work? <laughs> it worked. Okay. Hey, look, I was listening to you earlier, and yeah. you talked about um, having a bag of candy mm-hmm. back when we lived in Atlanta. We used to spend mm, $150 wow. on candy. We had so many kids in our neighborhood. Wow. But I can tell you that since I've been here, and we, we haven't really lived in a um, in in a neighborhood yeah. um, that that I could count on my hand the number of trick-or-treaters. I am ready. I am (laughs) ready for trick-or-treaters and I'm always ready for trick-or-treaters. And your poor husband eats only candy. uh, Well, um, (laughs) you know, we have some kids at the family shelter, so whatever I have left tomorrow, we will, we will share with our kids. Also, the Blue Star Mothers collects candy because they ship them to the troops. So if you want to get in touch with them. Very, very nice. All right, Kathy, you brought in uh, this great guy here. Everyone tells me I need to talk to him. Sean Mazur in charge of the community kitchen. Yes, yes, great partners of ours. Um, don't know how we would survive some some of the really tough days without um, Sean and his team and and what they do at the community kitchen. Thank All right, you for me on. welcome to the show. All right, so Sean, tell us a little bit about uh, what the community kitchen does. Uh, the community kitchen has been around for thirty years now. We serve breakfast and we serve lunch Monday through Friday. The breakfast runs from seven thirty to nine, and we serve lunch from eleven o'clock to one o'clock. Um, for breakfast, we'll serve about 180 to 190 wow. people. And then for lunch, we'll serve about 150. So we're an extremely busy place. So how do you do this every single day? That's a lot of meals. Oh. So tell us about the operation there. Volunteers. It takes All uh, volunteers, It's huh? all volunteers except for myself, my kitchen manager, and my assistant kitchen manager. Other than mm-hmm. that, it's 80 to 100 volunteers that come through every single week. Wow. So it, it, it takes an army of volunteers to run the place. That's amazing. Now, how long have you been there? I've been there 10 years. My goodness. Yes. Okay. Six years as a kitchen manager and the last almost exactly four years as the executive director. So what have you seen over these 10 years um, in the in the size of the need? Uh, the need has gotten great, especially in the last two years. Uh, really? We served uh, on our general feeding program. We served 88,000 meals last year. And My our gosh. Children's Hunger Initiative program, 104,000 meals and snacks. And we're set to eclipse that this year. How do you do this with children? They come there? Oh, no. We do that off-site. We team up with five of the local uh, facilities that have children's programs. Okay. And we, during the school year, we do afternoon snacks for them. And then during the summer, in addition to the afternoon snacks, we also provide them with hot meal that we deliver to site. Where do you get all the food from? Grocery stores. Anything that hits its best by date. We have a refrigerated truck that goes around. Takes them about four hours to pick up. And anything that hits his best by date, they donate it to us. We bring and it back. And it's still good. Oh, it's still yeah. good. Yeah, it's just the people, best by date. A lot of date. people don't know. Yeah, anything yeah. that hits that date, we bring it back to the store, weigh it, sort it, give it out, cook it, or uh, whatever we need to do with it. Mm. What has been your experience um, with interactions with people that come through there? And and do some of them actually end up being volunteers? Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, it's there's a misconception that everybody that comes through is homeless, but I, I've I've learned that everybody has a story. 
Um, you know, we serve not only the homeless, but the working poor. People have to uh, decide whether they want to buy prescription medication, buy food, pay rent, pay utilities. And we're blessed that we get to take care of at least the food part of it for them. Uh, we serve vets. We serve families. Like I said, we serve children also. So uh, you never know why somebody is there, but uh, but uh, we're blessed that we get to be there for them during their, their difficult time. What? Uh, how much of your job involves... Um... You know, I guess getting to know people, I mean, a lot of it, it's very busy, I'm sure, preparing and distributing the food and cleaning up and all that. But, I mean, do you get a chance to talk with people? I mean, what are you sharing Absolutely. with them? Or That's actually the best part of my job, that we get to go out and uh, and meet people and and find out what their story is and, you know, what has happened to them in, in their life and uh, what their, everybody has dreams and aspirations and find out what theirs is and just kind of help try and help them along in that and just get them through a tough period in their life. So when they come to you and they're, you know, obviously hungry, they have a physical need, what else are you providing at the community kitchen? Can you connect them with resources? Yeah, uh, actually, Kathy's sitting with us here right now. We can send them up to uh, to Kathy if they're having a, a, a home situation where they need some help there. There's also uh, United Way that we can share their number and, and connect them in different ways. And just, uh, it, like I said, everybody's situation is different. It, it, we might be calling Echo to, to help people out. Um, sometimes they need medical needs and there's Little River Medical Clinic right down the street from us. So it's, uh, mm -hmm. it's, it's more than just food. It's, it's a, it's a resource for the community. And then it's, it's also the bigger part of it, trying to give them hope in, in, in their lives. Yeah. A lot of people say, you know, during the holidays, they want to join in and help at the quote unquote soup kitchen. Yeah. Is this where they go when I, I hear people talking about that? Uh, a lot of times. Yeah. I mean, we get mm -hmm. inundated with, with requests to come in and volunteer. And unfortunately we have a smaller kitchen. We put a lot of food out in a small kitchen, but we only have room for 10 to 12 people in there at a time. Uh, so we have to turn a lot of people down on that. Uh, That's amazing. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're, we do accept donations. So if, if they, if for some reason they can't volunteer, Mm -hmm. We'll always accept the food donation. We'll always accept the monetary donation. People donate turkeys, and when we have enough turkeys, we give them out to our clients. Okay. All right. So if people, if there's a, something that people don't really know or understand or a misconception, a common misconception about the community kitchen, what do you want to leave people with a thought about community kitchen? Uh, these are people just like you and us. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of us have been in the situation. I have been in the situation that they're in, mm -hmm. and... Uh, you just have to, you have to be understanding. You have to uh, make a connection with people. You have to uh, provide them with, uh, a lot of people are confused and scared when they get there. And you have to, you know, be that person that'll sit there and talk to them and help them connect with people like Kathy. How do you get involved with the Community Kitchen if you want to volunteer or donate or get your group together? to You go help? to communitykitchenmb.org. There is a volunteer application on there. You fill that out. It comes mm -hmm. directly to my email. And the very next day, I'll, I'll email you back. We'll set up an interview and see uh, see if it's a good fit for you and to bring you in and, and volunteer on your time. What kind of support do you get from the city council of Myrtle Beach? Because you're in the city, right? Zero. No. No, support. we don't get anything from the city, from the county, or from the state. We wow. are 95% publicly funded. Wow. Uh, just people that want to make a difference and, uh, you know, different organizations that believe in what we do. That says a help. lot about our community, huh? Yeah, it does. It does. That's really incredible. Um, so 
what is it? Do you have any any need in particular other than the ongoing need for food? I mean, it sounds like the grocery stores are very generous. The food part of it is actually very good right now. We we give away a lot of the food that we take in that we're not going to use. Um, and honestly, this has been a, a really hard financial year for us. Uh, we're way down, about forty percent down wow. in, in in monetary donations this year. It's uh, you, you can tell the economy? economy's getting hard. I, I can I can agree with that. Um, wow. it, it is it has really been a tough year. We thought last year was a tough year, um, but this year it's it's even tougher. Yeah. yeah. So the the financial end of it, and um, you know, and, and people don't always understand that what Sean and I do and what our staff does, mm-hmm. it, this is our livelihood. You know, you you can't run. Um, a successful nonprofit without people who are paid, um, and but all of our efforts go towards program. Everything goes towards program. Um, if somebody wants to to give something to support one of our clients, we say everything we do supports our clients. Mm-hmm. Just keeping the air on our our um, property insurance. Went up to $72,000. Wow. Unbelievable. Yeah. $24,000 two years ago. So it's it's really mm-hmm. expenses are up, donations are down. Yeah. We can all use financial and help. And then you have the need is up. The need is up. really puts you in. The need is up because cost of living is up. Yeah. And there's yeah. a lack of affordable housing. It's, it's just harder and harder to get people back on their feet. And we appreciate everything that Sean does over the community kitchen because people you. need those basics. And um, how many meals do you provide a week? Provide a week. Um, about 2,000 meals a week. That is Good. unbelievable. Give or take, and that's just our Seven days a week. Yeah, uh, five days five a week. Five days a week. Yeah. Wow. So, and that's just our general feeding program. That doesn't include all the kids that we serve also. That is amazing. Well, Sean, I, I mean, you've been dedicated to this for a decade. Um, uh, thank you for what you're doing, because I know it goes above and beyond, you know, the hours you're clocking in. We know how that goes. So, um, but thank you for what you're doing. Community Kitchen, what is the website again? CommunityKitchenMB.org. All right. So check it out online and maybe put them on your list uh, to donate to this holiday season. A lot of people need to make those year-end donations. You can also um, share that um, pot with uh, helpnewdirections.org. And, of course, um, there's you always look forward to those year-end donations. They make a difference we propelling do. you into the next year. We do. December is a very good indication of, of how people are doing out there. Mm. Um, and and the generosity is always above and beyond. Um, what... And if everyone pitches in a little, it yep. helps a lot. Yep. All right. Well, thank you so much, Sean Mazur of Community Kitchen. The website again? CommunityKitchenMB.org. All right. And HelpNewDirections.org. Thanks, Kathy. For bringing Sean in. We appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, Liz. All right. And uh, have a happy Halloween, everyone. We will uh, see you back here tomorrow. Don't be eating too much candy. Bye, Nikki. Bye, Lizzie. Thanks for listening to The Liz Calloway Show with Nick Summers.